Hello and welcome to episode 113 of the Super Horror Bros podcast. I'm your host Matt and joining me as always is my brother Mike. Hello. How's it going? Pretty good man, pretty good. Good, good. We're back again, back in the always cinema. Always in the cinema, man. This has to be like our longest cinema run for the longest time. Um, I mean, I don't it, think it help, help doing like eight in a row in like two days, but nine wow <laughs> but who's counting um but yeah no that definitely helped the dog, a lot but you know <laughs> um hey that's a valid movie god damn it um but yeah we're back on the big screen back for another movie that was kind of on the fence shall we say about seeing um hey we're i don't even know if we're on the fence man i mean i think we end up climbing on the fence but yeah you know i i kind of bring this back to even the meg where it was like from the meg and then the nun and then slender man and then going into predator like it hasn't hasn't exactly been the movies that we've been dying to see um no more more forced to watch (laughs) but um yeah we were kind of we were we were interested in this one and yeah it's, it's a very interesting one having now seen it i'm very excited to talk about this one um but yeah before we get to that there is a little bit of news um also at the end of the show we're going to be doing a, like uh i guess some some discussion of tv because of course we are in tv season my um, god are we yeah just everything's starting obviously some shows are finishing like castle rock um the purge has just started american horror story has just started um could have sworn there was another one as well but yeah um walking dead yeah, soon, man. Stuff. yeah i guess so um but yeah first just a little bit of news um the first one kind of posted this on twitter so people might have seen it um but definitely one of my most anticipated movies of the year is apostle um of course a netflix original by uh, gareth evans um we didn't really know too much about this other than that you know he's doing a horror movie it's on netflix and that was already enough to kind of get us excited mm. um but having now seen the full trailer, so there is a, a two-minute trailer online, so it's a fairly long trailer. Um, and obviously, we knew the kind of basic premise. Um, you know, it's set in 1905 in London, kind of sadistic cults, um, a person trying to track down someone. I can't remember if it's their daughter or someone that's gone missing. Um, and yeah, I mean, so you, you you haven't seen this trailer? No. Um, I think that's wise because, you know, like most trailers, it, they do yeah. start to get you, you said You said the horrible the words there, two-minute long trailer. Yeah. It's like you could watch the first 40 seconds and walk away <laughs> because you get the setup and you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm liking everything they're saying. It, it has... It sets the tone awesomely. Um, it looks beautiful. It has some stunning locations, like all all on set. Um, and obviously, it being like a a period piece, as it were, it really seems like it's nailing that tone. But then, kind of the second half of the trailer for pe- for people that have seen, it, I don't want to go too spoilery and talk specifics, but this will excite you because it basically, to me, looks like a Silent Hill movie. <laughs> um, where everything just goes mental, like absolutely mental. Like it looks like a cross between Martyrs and Silent Hill There's and Siren Hellraiser. Um, I, there must have been. Like I couldn't even keep track of what was going on. I don't even want to rewatch it because I don't want to see it again. But like it was like it got me so pumped just the amount of crazy uh, horror visuals that he's throwing at you. Um, Insidious last key, man. <laughs> no, no, trust me, it's not that. Um, because it's like we i think one of my only concerns was that it felt very uh small the idea felt very small um you know about a dude going to a cult and that's kind of it mm. and i wondered if if there would be a lack of action and yeah. a lack of horror i remember why why i was less hyped for it period piece yeah. cult movie i'm like oh there it's not it's not my wheelhouse like yeah and it can easily be 
that sounds like a slow burn that doesn't really have much going for it. You know, it might have some good acting and yeah. some, some cool times or whatever, well, but it seems like maybe the payoff isn't going to be That's kind of my issue because, like, The Witch, for example, I think is a fantastic yeah. horror movie. It's just not a Mike horror movie. Like, exactly. You know. Whereas I'm so glad I watched this because this is, this is absolutely a Gareth Evans movie, and it's a Gareth Evans horror movie, which gets me ex- insanely excited. Um, so, yeah, I can't wait for this one. Yeah, People can check it out if they want, but, yeah, I, I would just say just go and watch the movie because, of course, it's coming yeah, it's very like soon. three or four weeks, isn't it? Oh, my God. I can't wait. I cannot wait. It's so, so exciting. Yeah, this October is just madness. Um, but, yeah, the next one as well, like another release date, kind of a movie we talked a few weeks ago, and it was one that we were originally going to cover. Uh, we, we we definitely will hopefully still cover this, um, Hell House LLC 2. Mm. Um, it seemed like it was arriving on demand last week <laughs> and kind of it went quiet and didn't Always come a out. Good sign. Exactly, but apparently, so I've seen the tweet now from their sort of official Twitter account because they hadn't it. tweeted for ages. Um, basically, they were clearly doing a deal with Shudder, um, oh, okay. so it is now it is now coming out on the twentieth of September, so this week, this Thursday, exclusively on Shudder. Um, don't know if they've got a deal to hopefully get the first Hell House on there because obviously the first one is on Amazon, isn't it? Um, yeah. So that's a- that's a bit frustrating for people. Obviously, if you haven't, if you want to go into this franchise, you're gonna to have to pay for two different subscription services, which is massively that's, disappointing. That's weird, isn't it? Um, yeah, that is that is poor because I remember that was one of the big things about the whole um, Cloverfield paradox deal with Netflix was like they were trying to get the original Cloverfield on all of their platforms as well, and of course they did do that. You know, prior to Paradox releasing, they have got you can see the entire trilogy as it were mm. on Netflix. And I think that is massively important. So yeah, that is yeah. I mean, even like less so for like a Cloverfield franchise. Though, do you know what I mean? They mm. are very isolated movies. Like this is a direct yeah. sequel. Yeah. So it's, it's very exactly. <laughs> so yeah, it's frustrating. I know a lot of people would already have like an Amazon Prime, and I guess Shudder is more of like a exclusive thing that you would get. It's still, two separate paid for subscriptions. Like I know yeah. in this day and age, you kind of just cherry pick your subscriptions instead of having a large TV package. But still, you know. Oh yeah, they all add up. Like, ex- oh, you know, if you want as well. Damn it! <laughs> exactly. So, so, um, this is this is cool. Like, it's... Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Then Hulu only in America for the fourth one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, in no. Space. Uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll get around to this though. Like, we've got some interesting things planned in the next few weeks, so it's not something that's on our agenda. You know, com- you know, straight away. Um. But yeah, we definitely want to check this one out because yeah, we you know we kind of already spoke about it on the show previously, but we just randomly saw it as, as a recommendation um, mm-hmm. from Cat on, and we both really enjoyed the movie. So it was Hell cool yeah. that there was a sequel coming out so soon. Um, When's Funhouse Massacre Two coming out? That's what I want. <laughs> keep, keep your fingers crossed for that one. Um, <laughs> Yeah, this final news story, it's not massively, I guess, relevant for us because I'm not even sure how Sweet. much you like this. Um, do you, do you, how do you feel about the uh, Zombieland, the, the original film? Um, I remember like when it first came out, I kind of dug it, like especially mm. the opening, like the first half an hour or so. And then it just yeah, became... Yeah, when they're telling the rules. Yeah, well, yeah, like the first five minutes. The first five minutes yeah. was pretty cool. <laughs> Um, and then woody Harrelson turns up (laughs) (laughs) and then the entire cast shows up (laughs) um yeah i remember liking like the first half of the movie but by the end of it it just became like a bit of a shit show um Mm. and then like you know there's quite a love for this movie that yeah i kind of feel like people just watch the first five minutes yeah 
I subsequently um, have watched the first five minutes of this movie again. Still pretty sweet. Still don't want to watch yeah. the rest of it. There you um, go. <laughs> it's got a pretty amazing Bill Murray cameo in it as well. Um, yeah, I did not get that far a second time. <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah, like, similar to me, really. I watched it and dug it at the time, but it was never a movie that I ever really went back to, and it wasn't one that I was like craving for a sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has. Well, been- I remember the the opening tone was quite comedy and kind of like you know satire on mm-hmm. zombie. You know, he was breaking the fourth wall, talking to you, and that sort of thing. And then and then literally that scene ends, and then it becomes a pretty generic zombie movie from that point on. Yeah, a fairly decent you know. one, but yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely more generic than, than yeah. the kind of initial setup. Yeah, um, I think that's probably the problem. I'm down for another one, though. Well, yeah, and, I mean, they've been talking about this pretty much since it came out. And what's crazy is, um, so obviously this this seems to have been sort of officially announced now. So it's coming October yeah. next year, um, 2019. They're going to begin filming in early 2019, um, which that'll actually be the 10-year anniversary of the original movie. Crazy. Um, which, yeah, is really bizarre. It's, it's kind of cool that they have got the original cast back. Um, so Woody Harrelson, Emma Stone, Jesse Eisenberg, all, all signed on. You know, so it doesn't yeah, that's feel the like thing. a cheap sequel as it were you know just kind of pumping the yeah true, true um but yeah again i'm i don't really have much enthusiasm for it but whatever it's it's going to be a thing i guess <laughs> i thought yeah. it was like a fairly big franchise that's coming back that's worth noting um and i'm sure yeah, some people it has are potential very excited. as well yeah like i say you know those first few minutes you know if it can if it can carry on that you know kind of comedic side of things but still be you know it felt like a shawn of the dead at the time yeah you know obviously it was round about that time i guess you know a little bit after yeah um you know but it just did not keep to those heights no and it never remotely like started oh, no. to emulate the heights oh, no, of uh, that movie really love on it, but, no you know. um but yeah we'll see about that one um shall we talk about this week's film shall we let's talk about the predator So the fourth Predator movie? Question mark. Yeah, sounds right. right. I've seen two of them. We're not. We're not reviewing Predators. Well, I mean, I've struggled to because I haven't seen it. (laughs) (laughs) The Predator. Uh, You have seen Predators, haven't you? I I have. I I mean, so obviously we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, but yeah, I had a massive love for the, um, especially the second one, but the first two movies when I was younger, it Mm. really was one of those like, um, ones that I discovered uh, as a youngster and really enjoyed. Um, that Leprechaun, man. You could not get in oh, man. <laughs> Don't even get me started on Leprechaun. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, very, very much so, the, both those franchises. But yeah, Predator, How man. have we like, not done a Leprechaun movie yet for the show? They haven't, they haven't I think they've released one. They, oh, oh, they're, doing the, they're doing the reboot next year, aren't they? Oh, they are, yeah. It's like January or February. Yeah, I'm, I'm pumped for that. Um, no work games, though, so I'm going to boycott the movie. Um <laughs> Oh, I've done it again. I've derailed us. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, just just to quickly sum up. Yeah, I've, I really enjoyed those movies. They weren't something that I've gone back to as I've gotten older. Like, I, God knows, I haven't watched the original uh, two Predator movies in a very mm. long time. True, but when I was yeah, younger, same. having the videos, I used to watch them all the time. I thought they were both fantastic. Um, and yeah, to the point where, yeah, I never even bothered watching Predators. And mm. I remember it had Robert Rodriguez attached, who's one of my favorite directors. Um, again can't remember to what his extent was whether it was yeah. writer, producer director whatever um 
but yeah i never saw that movie so obviously you saw it Did, i imagine it wasn't that great no it wasn't it wasn't yeah i'm very similar to you where i was a big fan of um the first two movies and was you know pretty pretty pumped to have another one really because i've thought like predator such a cool character and mm. they've kind of nailed him twice um but but yeah predator sucked like from from memory it was it got to the point that i really didn't even you know i, I have no memory of it at this point because i just yeah. watched it and was like that was just so bland um mm. it just had like a ton of actors that i wasn't that into kind of remaking the original but not like they're kind of like these instead of being like um they're like these elite warriors that are all got like different skill sets and that. So that I remember one was like, you know, does karate and that sort of thing and all thrown into this, you know, jungle surrounding. And it was just like, are you, are you remaking the movie or is this new or what the hell? Mm. So yeah, it just wasn't that great. Um, but, yeah. You know, I feel like as an 18, who yeah. knows? I feel like those were kind of our thoughts going into this movie as well, like mm. based upon the trailer and stuff, which wasn't a good trailer. I didn't think at all. Um, it yeah. definitely felt like it was a cross between, oh, you're kind of remaking the original. You're kind of putting your own spin on it. It seems like there's just this random team who are eventually going to get picked off. You're not really going to care about them. You know, maybe you'll see some mm. cool kill scenes. That was kind of our expectations going in. I think, um, I think you know, the the trailer, first of all, the promo art that was first released with, like, mm. Predator standing on a tank was awful. It, yeah. it completely set the wrong tone for this movie. It made my hype, like, you know, when they said a new Predator movie, I'm like, great, like, they've had, they've had one bad one, two fantastic, Predator's still cool, brilliant saw that promo and just thought, oh no, this is, this is Predators 2, you know? Mm. And, I, and, um, the trailer, yeah, like you say, wasn't, wasn't much better really kind of, um, focuses on our main character, but doesn't, doesn't really give you the tone of this movie at all. No. Um, it actually yeah, focuses so, on maybe the worst part of this whole movie as well, which yeah. we'll obviously get into, but. So, yeah. So kind of, you know, this movie begins and, um, we're introduced to our main character, uh, Quinn, um, or Quinn McKellar. Cause he's, he's basically an elite sli- uh, sniper that's kind of working kind of, I guess, kind of black ops missions, uh, for the government. And he's kind of in the middle of like, a uh, drug dealer hostage exchange that he's trying to debunk. And, um, ends up finding himself in the middle of an alien uh, spaceship landing in the middle mm. of this parking lot. Cause you know, why not? Um, and he very early on in the opening scene finds himself face to face with a uh, predator and has to kind of do battle slash try to get the hell out of there and survive. Um, and then kind of, we have uh, Quinn then basically gets taken back to the military and he tells them everything he, he uh, has seen, um, but neglects to tell them that he had taken some of the alien um, tech, um, namely the Predator kind of helmet and um, has shipped it somewhere safe. Um, and he's now basically kind of a um, military prisoner. Um, and ends up basically the military are trying to silence him because of what he's seen and uh, what he knows about the Predator. Um, so he has been kind of silenced. And in the meantime, the Predator is um, basically trying to get his gear back, um, which uh, falls in the hands of, his, of Quinn's son. Um, 
and so kind of the backwards and forwards of this movie is is then kind of you know Quinn trying to get the hell out of where he is and trying to get to his son before the predator does. Mm. Sounds a bit like T two. Yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> Someone yeah, definitely I mean, said that in a room at one point. <laughs> <laughs> but T2 can we get Robert? Predators. Can we get Ro- Robert Patrick as Quinn? <laughs> like no, no, we do not want to do that. <laughs> um so yeah yeah i mean that's that's the movie in a nutshell man Mm. um kind of plot wise you know it's quite a quite a simple plot really um because you know at the end of the day we all just want to see credit a kick credit predator (laughs) kicking ass yeah and uh does he i mean yeah like the predators do like they they really do um mess shit up in this movie um pretty much from the get-go really like yeah, Go. the opening scene that I described of Quinn fighting a predator was sick. Like, yeah. so good. Uh, really, really good action. Really good predator, and then just some really good gore as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, and and you know, for us in the UK, this movie's a fifteen. Mm. Um, which is you know, we, we've spoken about this before. Like some movies that are a fifteen, and we're like, how is this not just a twelve? Yeah, we just how saw is this Slender a Man. <laughs> yeah, like. How is Slender Man and Predator the same age rating? Like that, that blows my mind. Like they could not be exactly. It's crazy. Exactly because this this movie goes places with the gore. Like mm. obviously it's done by a an alien, so like maybe that's just got the rating down because you know it's pretty much done by the you know the Predator mostly. But I mean he is straight yeah, up ripping heads off. Up. <laughs> you know ripping spines out of people. You know Predator shit basically. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah so yeah what did you think of this beastie yeah it's a really interesting one i just i want to go over kind of the early parts of this movie really because it kind of perfectly sums up my my thoughts on the movie where i was kind of on a roller coaster of emotions for a while until it got to a certain (laughs) point and then my opinion didn't change on the rest of the film Um, yeah so kind of when it first started um our first scene is this predator spaceship um oh my god yeah in the sky or pretty much in space and it looked bad. Um, I didn't really. It, li- it, I don't. I don't ever like the design of the Predator stuff outside bad, of the Predator. Bad almost doesn't do it justice, though, because <laughs> it's not just because the ship looks bad. Mm. It looks like it's been cut and paste. Like I feel like I could have done a better job with paint, like yeah. on my computer. Um, it really did not look great. Uh, it and felt yeah, like my- a PS2 game of Predator. Yeah. <laughs> well, it just felt like the opening to like Critters or something. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like, uh, like a sci-fi movie from the eighties. Yeah. It um, was like, we're going to, we want to open our movie in space, but we can't afford to make space look remotely <laughs> like space. And yeah. so just don't include that scene. So yeah, and I was, I was immediately like, like kind of rolled my eyes and thought, Oh no, it's not going to be another one yeah, of these films. I did the same and you so you get the you get the ship it looks bad i don't like the design of the ship either um you see uh the predator for the first time and in that first scene when he's on the ship on his own i really didn't think it looked that good um it's clear you know he's kind of clomping around the ship um and it's clearly like an actor in high heels to make them seem tall and (laughs) i don't know it just it looked weird to me i was like oh god this movie's gonna look really cheap and bad mate his Um, ship was crash landing he's not clomping around he's just trying to stay on his feet right we should wear high heels then in a spaceship have, um you ever, have you ever been on a spaceship as it's crashing out of orbit like try to high heels like, um, tough, but, um so that scene was just kind of like oh and then yeah then we're introduced to um what's Quinn. his name mckenna or something is it Quinn? yeah mckella or mckenna is his surname and, okay yeah because they call cause him he's a military dude right. he's pretty much mckenna to, yeah. to 
throws. So yeah, we'll just call yeah. him that. But yeah, basically, we we see him and he's doing this kind of this I don't, sniper shit, like you say, this sniper shit, which is like it's cool. But I had no idea what was going on. It was like he's just watching this deal, and I was like, okay, I don't know what your job is. Well, it's also because he's like the drug dealers are here; they have yeah. the hostage. I'm like, since yeah. when did? drug dealers trade in human trafficking but anyway i know and i was like you don't yeah. look like police and you're gonna murder these people i was just like i don't know what's going on Black so ops, i was like bro. i was like okay this is gonna clearly have a complete bullshit story um and then yeah then you get the initial scene with the, when the predator lands once the predator is actually on ground on the earth and then you get that first cool scene like it's great it's really really good so then i kind of immediately switched of like oh okay they, they actually got some cool they stuff. kind of give you all of like the predator greatest hits as well yeah. you kind of you get the dots you get the camo mm-hmm. you, you you know you get all of the cool predator stuff you know you get a mask on mask off like yeah. you know you, they yeah. kind of just go here's our predator he's called a shit here's everything and i'm like okay yeah can, it you, was... can you keep that going now like you've given me all the stuff that i kind of wanted early doors which is interesting yeah that's the thing like i did like the scene it was a bit of a shock to get that like you say the mm. fact that they immediately go to you know here's the lasers here's the camo which looks awesome the invisible mm. stuff and like you say the maskless predator is not something that i expect to ever see in the first kind of five minutes of a movie mm. um but yeah it was cool but it, it did definitely feel a bit frenetic but i liked yeah. it and um, i i appreciate that though because mm. like so many of these movies when you get to like a few into a franchise it feels like a video game tutorial where it's like, here's the predator. Oh look, he can home in on people. He can turn camera. You know, he can go camo, and you know, no one can see him. He can go invisible. Whereas, whereas this movie was like, guys, you know what a predator is. Yeah, this is the cool shit he can do. Like, we're not, we're not gonna baby step you with a predator. There's no need. Do you know what I mean? Like, how many alien movies have we watched where they're like, oh yeah, the blood is acid. Like, yeah, if you're yeah. going into an alien movie and you don't know that, then you know that's on you at this point <laughs> like i can't remember what movie we were talking about recently when we basically said that a lot of these movies that have some sort of monster or enemy or threat have fallen into this routine where they yeah. try to copy like a cloverfield where it's like okay first 10 minutes show nothing next 10 minutes show a shadow 10 minutes after that maybe show like an arm or a leg until you eventually it's like you can't show the thing you want to see until at least an hour into the movie yeah and yeah this, this well movie, i think this i said that about just... about this movie yeah when we when, when we had that discussion that i said to you the predator is on all of the posters mm. how long until we actually see him properly in the film yeah. turns out 10 seconds exactly yeah which is cool <laughs> it's really it is so refreshing the yeah. fact that like you say you see a predator fuck shit up within five minutes and it's good um so that's great um real good man then it kind of transitions into um trying to set up essentially the rest of the movie and mm. i like that at least you know in with with the hindsight available to me that that is pretty much they do set up all of the story in the next 10 minutes and the rest mm. of the movie doesn't get bogged down in plot but because of that the next 10 or 15 minutes i really didn't enjoy and i thought it was the worst part of the film um where we are first kind of it's like you know mckenna's um you know he's getting interviewed they're asking him what he saw and all this and forth and then we're seeing loads of his child in a different area um, yeah. at school getting bullied a lot of character development trying to set up this character in it and it did start to, and then we also get um introduced to uh, olivia munn's character um casey um and she's kind of been like added to you know kind of she wants to examine the predator that they find that's dead um, oh no sedated sorry um yeah so quinn uh, kind of 
yeah, gets the upper hand on the predator, and then they kind of capture this predator. Yeah, so it's like they um, introduce a lot, and then obviously then it transitions into, again, what is going to be the rest of the movie, where McKenna is then put on this bus with all these, like, convicts. Um, well, not convicts. I don't even know who they, what they are. I guess they're convicts, are they? They're, they're, they're soldier. Um, they're, People that have seen some stuff or done some stuff. Yeah, they're all soldiers, but they're all kind of, um, you know, prisoners uh, at this point because they've... they've uh, they're mentally unstable. Coordination or, yeah, got PTSD or whatever, you know, and they're kind of, um, you know, all in a messed up place really yeah none none, none of them are, yeah they're, they're all pretty weird exactly so i feel like that that part and of the hilarious movie, in their own way oh yes definitely um but that but that part of the movie i don't, I don't know how you felt about it, it was just so slow and it was kind of like again in hindsight i'm glad that they got rid of all the plot up front but like this was when I, my expectations were like really low from spaceship then they went up because of the cool predator and then they went rock bottom because i was like oh no this is just a boring plot with no action um mm course we'll then get into the rest of the movie but that was how i felt really early on um mm. and then yeah once you then it, it does a great job of then like you say it sets up because there's a lot going on actually there's um sterling k brown's character traeger who's kind of the lead sort of military guy who's really trying to shut down this operation yeah he wants to just kill the predator he wants to fight to find a predator's ship and just just take it for his own gain pretty much um so he's kind of doing stuff as well um, and then obviously the, did you say McKenna, um, McKenna's son, who's kind of ended up with some of the predator tech. Yeah. Um, he's, he then starts to, he takes the mask out and starts to learn about it. And it, it's at that point when it kind of picks up is when the, it's when they like escape, isn't it on the bus? Yeah. I think that's the problem. You know, everything you've described there, this movie is not a normal predator movie. You know, no. we start going out of it. This is the, and to me, it's kind of done right where, the, the Predator is such a cool character, but if you focus on the Predator for like 90 minutes, the Predator is going to have to have dialogue and stuff. And yeah. like there are points in this movie when the Predator does try to communicate, mm. and that's that's kind of awkward. Yeah. You know, and but this movie has so much plot from a human aspect going on. You know, you've got you've got McKenna and his son, like you say, you've got kind of Traeger and his motives, you've got Casey doing the sciencey stuff and they and then all of the prisoners that that mckenna are with all of them are interested and have their yeah. own tales as well you know we we almost get like a little basically uh you know you there's a 30 second introduction for every one of these guys on the bus when mckenna comes and sits down yeah so you kind of know what each one of them is about and you unpack more of them as this every one of them has more that gets unpacked during this film yeah so you're getting a lot of plot in this that's almost exclusively not to do with the predator like mm. uh, screen time yeah. which if you had told me that going in i'd been like this is this is my worst nightmare yeah but, but then kind of once we get through that and i didn't find it too long like don't get me wrong it it does drag and, and it does feel weird after we've had such a crazy predator action scene to then kind of go so slow again mm. um but as soon as they all kind of basically the bus travels to the med medical facility where Casey is and the predator and surprise shit goes wrong, yeah. you know? And at that point, all of these characters are kind of thrust into the situation together. And, and, and yeah, from, from there on out, I, I thought the movie was thoroughly enjoyable. Yeah. 
Um, I, I completely agree. I think obviously that is, it's not a huge part of the movie. It is like 15 minutes and we probably took too yeah. long to discussing it as a negative part because it is my pretty much my only negative. Like once the movie gets going, like I say, and you get out of that initial plot, like I loved everything that happened. Mm. Like I really thoroughly enjoyed this movie. It was such a surprise that I just thought it was fantastic. It, w- it was such like a fun movie and I've been oh, crazy that for so long. I had a crazy smile on my face. Like when we walked out the cinema, this is one of the few times like you know we watch we see movies that we enjoy mm. but you don't exactly like walk out with a smile on your face after you watch like one of these messed up movies or whatever but this yeah. was just like a fun ride you walk out and you kind of want to talk about it straight away yeah you know, it's what the meg should have been like yeah. you know completely I mean? every kinda, single way you know like, knows what it is the jokes hit like this movie is funny mm. um it, it, one joke in this movie in particular it got me laughing i didn't know if i was going to come back from it <laughs> like, I, I thought i was gonna have to leave the cinema for a couple of minutes yeah but it's one of those ones where it's like i felt that a couple of times as well but i feel like you have to stop yourself immediately because you're gonna miss so much yeah like it is just like a it is an, it's such a good ensemble cast like obviously we touched upon it but like when you when you are introduced to this bus of of um the prisoners mm. like they're so good throughout this movie man see like, their first introduction as well i was kind of like oh this is really cringy but then yeah. the second that they then start riffing off each other mm. it's their chemistry and their kind of bants and because they're all kind of these soldiers you know but they're, they're also mentally unstable that that kind of character is played so well by each of them yeah um you know they each have their own different thing one of them one of them has kind of Tourette's and and uh you know is um re- really kind of uh ptsd and he's kind of you know everything he says is kind of a one-liner you've got kind of the the um there's a guy that is it nettles who's just constantly trying to chat up women when he gets yeah. kind of like around them and stuff he he was the one he's like the creepy one isn't he? yeah he's like this creepy guy that just just like hasn't seen a woman for like years yeah and he's just uh, yeah he's bloody hilarious but they're all they all nail what they're trying to do yeah they're, they're uh, all amazing i have to call out um coil who's played by keegan michael key um of course of key and p uh key and peel uh, fame obviously with jordan mm. peel um obviously he's well known as a comedy actor and that's always what he's done and he is just so goddamn funny in this he was the one that yeah. got me in with the group early on because he's the one that's telling yeah. these, like outrageous jokes um to the point where it reminds me almost like a rob zombie character where like he's telling these outrageous like disgusting jokes so you can't help but just laugh at it and mm. he then gets you in with the group and and then like i feel like he makes everyone else lighten up and and really like say because when you're first introduced to mckenna with these people they mm. are so outrageous and, and and it feels like mckenna isn't really like them at all and he feels like a little bit like a fish out of water um, yeah but once they start cracking jokes with each other they really do feel like they create this bond together yeah Um, i think that was what i kind of liked about it because you you kind of got this band of brothers feel where they're just like you know they're all soldiers and they've all been you know they all feel like they've been wronged by the military as well so they Mm kind of like have this deeper bond instantly yeah um yeah which is pretty cool and the fact that they're all absolute psychopaths as well which is great because They're, they're such good like like you say you get the comedy relief constantly throughout this movie um mm. they're also way more like like interesting like we said like they they aren't your traditional cannon fodder in these movies mm. where like like you know as soon as you start the meg within 10 minutes you know okay that's the one main character and there's the six characters that are just going to get picked off every 10 minutes yeah and, like i, I don't like, care I don't about any of them that cast sorry 
I don't even think they named the cast. No, it's, it's just like headshot guy victim one, guy one, one shot like, yeah. victim two, because <laughs> you know it's completely irrelevant. And like I imagine yeah. that's what a predators is, like the previous movie, and that's what yeah. easily this could have been. Like that's what I was expecting going in. Was like, oh, okay, it's it's a bus full of like prisoners, and yeah, you know the predator is going to kill off one every ten minutes, and that's not the case at all. Like they're all really interesting, they're all really funny, but they're also crazy, which I like because they don't yeah. care. Like they actually the fact that there's an alien attacking them they just don't really care like they're kind of just like yeah if yeah. we die we die well, it's kind of brilliant it, because they kind of all say their stories and then and then uh mckenna's like yeah i saw an alien crash land yeah. and fought an alien and they're like <laughs> they're like wow you're the craziest one out of all of us and then yeah. kind of when the when they actually see the predator for mm. the first time he's like running across the rooftop and they're just yeah. like fucking aliens and yeah. they're just like instantly just like well guess this is real and happening yeah. and they, they kind of take it like much better than like the rest of the world is or the yeah. rest of the the base is at this point it's awesome like yeah. and, and another thing as well is obviously once uh you said that obviously they they go to the medical facility where casey is mm. um like I say early on i just didn't think her character was anything like she's there she's she's kind of used as a plot device really to kind of give us some backstory on the predators yeah um she talks a lot about their history um and kind of their genetic dna and, and you know them designed as the, this ultimate predator and it's it's cool to get a bit of backstory if you don't really know or can remember much about predators uh in their films yeah. but it isn't really that relevant and it's not really that interesting and also so as boring as Predator's spaceship is, all of Predator's tech and Predator is just cool as shit to see. Yeah, yeah, so. definitely. Um, so kind of, but but taking her away from that boring environment and then sticking her with this ragtag group of people is genius because from the second she's with them, it makes her character brilliant. You know, she's yeah. kind of reacting to them and, and, and is shocked by them and is, is sometimes scared by them, but also knows yeah. that they are. Even though they're like these crazy psychopaths, they are trustworthy, um, which is cool. It's a cool dynamic. You know, one of the funniest yeah. and best scenes and in it, the movie is when she wakes up know. with them yeah you don't know if it's gonna work and when she first wakes up with them they've all like <laughs> they're all trying to make a good impression they all oh, fail so badly and it's yeah. hilarious and then mm. kind of not to spoil any jokes or anything but the the guy with the Tourette just comes out with this fantastic line that's mm. just it, you know and it, it it's the way that that's delivered the way she reacts to it and everything else just kind of it works it's funny and you instantly get the dynamic that you're going to get for the rest of the movie at that point yeah um it's one of those things where like this movie just shouldn't work on paper no, it's kind no, of a hard one to talk about because what we're saying it shouldn't work like the fact that one of yeah, the like main... i don't think we've talked about predator for five minutes no like we'll get to predator <laughs> but it's like the the whole you know having a character that has treads is such like an easy cheap comedy to throw into a movie and, oh, again, and it almost shouldn't... never works no like for never... me for me yeah. it almost never works no because i I don't really yeah I, I i honestly can't remember the last time i thought a character was funny that had Tourette's. like i really just like outside of like the original south park episode that was like 15 years ago like it's it's just it's not funny anymore you know people have that and it, and it is a thing whereas this is like it's understated in this movie where he only does it maybe three to four times but each yeah. time it's so unexpected that it does just get that laugh and it they don't it linger on it either they move on immediately after yeah. right it, it is quite funny like uh, we, we need to move on to predator soon but like um <laughs> but, but this is the vast majority yeah, of this movie though isn't but it, it? Is but it's group? funny this movie does feel like it shouldn't be in 2018 because yeah. you know like talking about like you know uh, tourette's jokes and like uh you know some of the other jokes that are made and comments that are made it's mm. i almost felt like can you get away with saying that in 2018 like i always felt like 
can I laugh at some of these jokes in 2018? Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it feels like it's, uh, you know, uh, you're rewatching a movie from the 90s where you're like, oh, yeah, you're being you're being completely wrong and inappropriate for 2018. Yeah, definitely. You know, but this movie was made now. Like, it's, it's odd. Like, yeah. it's, it's not offensive for me anyway, but like, no. you know, it, it felt like it was towing a line that a lot of movies don't try to tow anymore. For a big mainstream franchise as well, because Predator mm. is mainstream and like it is a big release. And yeah, I completely agree. Like it really reminds me of um, what everyone was saying about the new Puppet Master movie before we saw it was like, mm. and clearly what they were going for. Like they were trying to be as non PC as possible. They were trying to say like, are you sick and tired of everything being diluted? You know, we're going to have racist jokes. We're going to have sexist jokes. We're going to have all these crazy um, violence and kills. And, and ultimately like it wasn't really that offensive. Like obviously the kills delivered. I mean, they had crazy violence and kills, bro. It did. But like I, the aspect of it of like, you know, it's Nazis and all this stuff and you can't have, oh, Nazis yeah. I just feel like none of that stuff really worked. Um, and obviously like we, we discussed that movie in the past, how it just doesn't really have a plot or characters. Whereas like this to me felt like that was like, Oh God damn. Like that they, they are yeah. making fun of each other and in, in a way that you don't really see in movies and especially in a big release movie. Um, mm. And I thought that was great. And obviously the other aspect of it, like delivering as a big hybrid of horror and action you know that's what we kept speaking mm. about when we saw the meg was like why did we see this movie and it was like well you know as a fan like i actually really like action movies and i do think there's a place for a horror action hybrid and mm. this to me is perfect like i think oh, yeah. it nailed it like it is an action movie there's car chases there's planes being taken down there's rocket launchers there's guns there's all this stuff but also it has these awesome alien villain that just fucks shit up throughout the entire movie yeah. in really graphic horror ways you know using weapons and swords and different items and yeah it's, it's just great man like it's it's so surprising that we're sitting here and saying that the predator is a great film oh um, so good man like yeah i mean he predator has a dog like what i mean how much yeah. cooler can you get than that yeah <laughs> but when when predator eventually comes uh <laughs> Why'd back, you have to bring me in. down by bringing the predator dogs up? They're, they're cute, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they are um, cute, and that's probably the problem. Yeah. Um, when Predator does come back into this movie as well, like every time Predator rocks up, he doesn't just... Because obviously, you know, you've talked about these characters and how they're kind of, you know, they're not just getting, like picked off every 10 minutes mm. but that doesn't mean that when predators around he's not effective yeah like he is pretty much killing people left right and center mm. um and uh, pretty much all the deaths are, are pretty special as well like there's definitely going to be some ones in there that that will be you know in our thoughts for year end you know there's a multiple decapitation scene that the like proper like i like that one really i thought was good with yeah. like in the military camp and there's there's a few like that um well there's tons in this movie yeah, and definitely. like pretty much the predator just kicks us uh throughout which you know um is is something that i didn't feel like they were going to be nailing you know i didn't know i thought the predator was going to be too actiony or not killing enough and mm. he was neither of them so yeah i thought i thought the predator was awesome in this definitely it is this movie has a lot of cg in it and it's kind of i guess something you just have to deal with with modern movies um mm. i think a lot of it again is really really good like i have no problem with the way the predator looks like it is a combination of practical and 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 and, and computer uh, mm. effects and i do think it does look decent um i would have liked a little bit more practical on the kills because it seems like a vast majority of them 
homage of CG. And I yeah, think it I takes away from the gore a little bit. Um, yeah, I think the thing to this film's credit is there's a lot of them and they're so fast that yeah. it's not a lingering CG shot because it's so quick, you can get away with it. Um, and if, if there wasn't many, then you've got these quick kills that are CG, but because you just get an accumulation, like I give them, I give them kind of a bit more of a pass. Yeah, definitely. And my favorite bit, which was the opening part, that seemed like they did linger on that. And it did, and it seemed like there wasn't a huge amount of uh, computer yeah. effects in that. Oh, and I that, love was, that. that was awesome. That it was, was awesome. so good. Like the best use I think of, of Predator's camo ever. You know, yeah, I, I think there's been a few times where yeah, they've obviously used it in cool ways. It's literally the opening scene, but yeah. we're not going to be spoiling it because no. it's just it's it's so good. Like if you've seen the movie, you know, and like it's it's class, man. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, but yeah, like I th- I think it has a really good pace to it as well. Like I was sitting there, I didn't once check the time, no, um, or what was you know how long was left. I was like, I'm just enjoying these characters. When Predator shows up, it's always fun. Um, I think the Predator dogs are, are interesting you know that i joked about them a minute ago they're not terrible um no i kind of said to you after the movie like i actually thought they were handled really well um because this is slightly spoilery but not really um just kind of i guess my thoughts and feelings on the dogs but like i feel like the first time we see them they are presented in a really sinister way um like a threat like the predator is and Mm. i don't think that really works because they just don't look like as you would expect them to look and they kind of they don't really act the way you'd expect them to act either no because they're really not that threatening but then for the rest of the movie they really take a backseat and and are they join the more kind of comedy aspect of the movie and i think it works really well um i think that would probably annoy some people i could like... i could see i could see them joining a tremor spin-off let's put it that way yeah um <laughs> the the thing about the dogs is literally what you've described there like should not work they no. they, they should suck and we should hate them yeah but we don't and that's just like this this movie in a nutshell like they're not they're not threatening they don't really look that cool but mm. I kind of dug them. Like, <laughs> well, because they're used in again. It's hard to not spoil yeah. it because this is a movie that's well, all about the detail. Well, yeah, yeah. Like th- this movie without the very small details could easily fall apart and not be a great film. And I really mm. do think it is a great film. And the difference is those smaller things. And so without getting into it, it's difficult. But like there are multiple times with the dogs when they are used in really small ways that I think is really fun and interesting, um, mm. especially towards the end. And and again, a movie like this where you know, even something like the dogs that I wasn't initially a big fan of by the end of it. And especially the last scene with the dog, they'd really won me over. <laughs> and I actually thought they were like a great part of the movie. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know, man, like this, this movie is so shocking and surprising to me. Um, yeah. that not only is it great, but it's, it's so much fun. Like I would highly recommend people check it out. Definitely. Um, because I, I just had a blast watching it, man. And I haven't felt that yeah. way watching a horror movie in the cinema for God knows how long where no, no, after exactly. it, I was just like, hell yeah. Like that was so much fun. I would definitely watch that again. And I bet I would have another blast have watching it because there'd be so many jokes that I missed that I would enjoy the second time. There are so many jokes that I want to hear again. I want to see those characters again. Cause they're so much fun. Mm. Um, and I want to see the predator fuck shit up again. Um, so, oh yeah, yeah like this this is one that like is going straight on my pre-order to get as soon as the yeah. blu-ray comes out and even yeah. films that i've like maybe even possibly enjoyed more from like yeah. a horror movie stance i just don't necessarily need to see again yeah you know whereas this one i just want to watch again because it's fun like you can oh, just that's... throw this on and just yeah. watch like a bit of it and just have a good time yeah you know it's awesome um i think that there's there's um some interesting plot stuff towards the middle and end that's probably worth noting but obviously would have to give a big spoiler warning 
Um, yeah, I don't know if I really want to go too into spoilers if you feel the need, but I just thought it was it was something that drove me watching the movie, and I thought it was interesting and really well handled. Um, so I just kind of well, want... we can throw up a spoiler warning. Yeah. So uh, is there anything else before? Because obviously I don't really want to go long on the spoilery stuff. I'd rather keep it non-spoilery. But I feel like no. I mean, everything... I, yeah. I just think like yeah, like I say, go see this in the cinema as well because it is a really good action movie, and it 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 felt good on the big screen. Yeah, if you if you've remotely ever liked a Predator movie, go and watch this, and I'd be so surprised if you don't have a great time. Um, yeah. Because that's how I feel. Oh, one one thing before we go into spoilers, actually, this movie does a really good job of referencing the first two movies yeah. in particular mm. um, throughout. Like, I won't spoil how, but I I really appreciated that. Like it it feels like we're in a world where those two movies already existed. You know the the government and the scientists know about predators mm. um and also just the the filmmakers obviously have a big love for the first two movies and throw in some cool little easter eggs um you know pr- pretty obvious ones but just ones that people who enjoyed the first two movies will enjoy you know they're they're not too yeah. So yeah i think it's just another little tip of the hat to the guys that made this definitely I- i'm glad you mentioned that because i did want to mention especially the director shane black um mm who is a fascinating case with this movie. Yeah, Uh, I know. Because for people that don't know, and this was something that I'd read prior to watching this movie, and I kind of was like, wait, did I misread that? Or was that actually the case? Um, Where he was an actor in the original movie. Um, You know, was an actor, has now transitioned into a writer and director, um, had a lot more writing credits, and now in the last sort of five to ten years is really starting to cut his teeth as a director. Um, well, I say cut his teeth. He's already worked on a Marvel movie. So oh, I was going to say, he did. <laughs> Iron Man 3 was like his yeah. breakthrough directorial film wasn't it exactly yeah um so so that's crazy in itself but i i think that it gives massive credit to him because to make a movie like this 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 good i think you really need the combination of two things which is really hard to find you need someone who gets predator and absolutely loves it and i think that that's a problem that a lot of these movies have like we've seen so many franchise movies even this year alone um when we're talking about tremors and like god i can't even remember half of or even or even even not necessarily the like a horror franchise just get the source material look at slender man last week Mm. like i felt like the person that that made that just got given a slender man script went what slender man like you know there was no references to the lore of it you know so i feel like with with the franchises it's even more egregious because you obviously want someone who knows the background and cares about it and so obviously because it's like when you watch hellraiser judgment you don't get a sense that the person the people making that give a shit about the original hellraiser they trolled me so hard with that movie (laughs) or anything like that and that's what's so frustrating. I genuinely thought that was going to be good. <laughs> we all did. <laughs> um, well, I don't know, maybe. Um, but like, that's what's so frustrating to me as a fan when we watch these, as we feel like, oh, they just don't care. Like they're mm-hmm. clearly, you know, either trying to make a good work or some of these people are talented because that's the other thing. You can have actual talented filmmakers making these movies, but they just don't understand the source material. And again, that's not everyone has a passion for all these things, you know? So I think that's what's, what makes this unique is that Shane black ticks both boxes. Mm, he's definitely. clearly a guy who's ingrained in predator and loves predator. But on the other hand, cause uh, being a super fan is not enough. There's plenty of super fans out there. Um, yeah. as, as you know, we are, but we can't sit and make these movies. Whereas some, someone like a Shane black is perfect because he loves predator and he's a really good director. And so that's why you end up with this movie that on paper 
should not work and then you watch it and it bloody works and they absolutely mm-hmm. nail it and so yeah massive credit to him like he, he would be up there for me in terms of best director of the year because to mm-hmm. make a predator movie work in 2018 i think i going into this movie i would have said was impossible yeah and what he did as well because what you touched on is you know important there where you know loving loving the movies isn't enough Mm. because we would have probably done what predators did where we've been like well we're not going to remake predator but we kind of dig predator so we're just gonna like remake predator Mm. you know whereas he's done something completely different that we just would not have ever thought would have worked and yeah smashed it man yeah um Sorry for that spoiler warning. Yeah. So again, just a final like recommendation. Obviously, we both absolutely adore this movie. Oh, yeah. um, it's absolutely great. It's it's a massive shock and surprise. Um, and it's definitely one that I hope people go out and see because it must be hard to get people to watch a Predator movie in 2018. I know we were very reluctant. You know, if we didn't do oh. this for the show, we definitely wouldn't have gone to see this. Uh, kind of based upon the the pre-release material, which I didn't think was very strong at all. No. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's a fantastic movie. Really surprised. Um, so yeah, this. This is this is spoilery um if you don't want to know anything about the plot um but basically i thought it was really interesting that about midway through the movie um again i'm not going to explain all the threads because i'm hoping you'd have seen the movie at this point because you know that there's like the main predator that kind of lands eventually gets killed by this like uber predator that's even bigger um (laughs) which is also interesting because they basically did what the meg tried to do but actually worked and was fun um yeah which is funny in in of itself. But then at yeah. that point, this Sorry, predator that is then, you know, killed our original predator is then trying to get to his ship to destroy it. Um, because we learned that the original predator that we saw at the start of the movie was actually, he was flocking away from the other predators and he was bringing um, something to earth for the humans to fight predators. Mm. Um, and so we were like, that's a really interesting premise. Like, I thought that was great. I don't know about you, yeah, but as soon cool. as they, they dropped that in, I was dying to know what was on the ship. Um, and that really drove me through the middle part of the movie, which was great action again, great comedy. But the, uh, the fact that I, actually I was, I was too excited because i knew what i wanted it to be that was my issue i was like i i I can't even think about it you know yeah i mean i'm guessing we were on the same page um because when you do that i was just like every part of my mind i was trying to switch it off because i was trying to just enjoy this movie which is a super enjoyable movie but then part of my brain was going no it couldn't be an alien like they they, you know alien covenant only just come out they're still doing that whole bullshit thing i was like the rights must be up in the air and then i was like oh but maybe they have done and then i was like nah if they were rebooting aliens versus predator we would have heard about it pre-release there's no way they would have kept that secret um so all this stuff was like racing through my head um and then kind of we get to a point where the uber predator just destroys the thing it destroys the the spaceship and then i was like oh it was just a MacGuffin, you know it was just a thing to drive us through the movie that ultimately didn't mean anything and that was really disappointing and that was going to be one of my negatives coming out of this was like you set you set me up plot that i actually cared about in a predator movie which is crazy but then ultimately you didn't go back to it so then i kind of tried to forget and you get the finale of the movie which is really fun and some really great scenes but then they they just swerve you out of nowhere in the last like five to ten minutes and say oh no that was like it shot away in like an escape pod like it was smart enough to you know release that from the main ship like the original predator did it um so yeah we've salvaged the thing and we totally just have it yeah and i was like that's crazy and so then i was like i was thinking oh i wonder if they're actually gonna show it in this movie um and yeah they do that's kind of how this movie ends and obviously it isn't what we wanted it to be like it's not a like for a second i i believed that it was an alien yeah, i don't know about too. you but when the thing starts to first open oh i was like i was like face huggers coming out yeah 
I was, I was convinced. Like, I was I was ready to actually stand and start clapping. <laughs> yeah. No, I would have right. done. I would have been like, I was ready to say this is movie of the year. Yeah, um, I started a slow clap. <laughs> <laughs> I was right there with you, but yeah, That's no, it, it, from it, my life. it wasn't. Um, but what's no. crazy is what's how strong about this movie is that I'm like not disappointed. It was still fun what they gave us. Oh yeah, what they gave us was cool. Like yeah. it's not as cool as a face hugger, but not many things are. No, exactly, and and it still gets me excited for the future. Like the yeah. end of this movie goes hell yeah! I would totally watch the Predator too. Like a hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, the, this the end of this movie seems like it's going to be like uh, um, <laughs> uh, Evil Dead Three. Do you know yeah. what I mean? They're just like we're going to skip Evil. This basically started at Evil Dead Two and is going straight to Army of Darkness. I'm like, yeah. Okay. Fine. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just wanted to call it out because I thought that it's rare, especially in these big dumb action movies, to have like, oh, an actual interesting thread of plot mm. that I actually cared about. And actually, mm. even though they didn't give me what I wanted, it was still massively satisfying. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, man, awesome, awesome movie. I was not expecting this time last week. Cool Predator movie in 2018. <laughs> I was not expecting this conversation to go this way prior to watching this movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's awesome. Um, I highly recommend everyone check it out. Uh, but yeah, we will take a short break and we will be right back. So yeah, we do have a question about the Predator. Um, so yeah, if you want to send us uh, questions on Twitter, it's at shbpod. Um, send us questions about anything general horror, uh, of course, but it's always great if it is about the movie of the week. Um, but yeah, this one's from Cody. Um, he says, hey guys, actually two questions in this one. Um, so get your thinking cap on for this one. Um, nice. He said, who do you think would win in a fight, a xenomorph or a Predator? So that's the first question. Mm-hmm. And then also, how would you rank the Predator movies? Oh, my God. Oh, Cody, that's a more difficult question than the Conjuring question. <laughs> Why you got to kill me? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. The, yeah, that was, so that easy. was a much easier one. <laughs> um, who would win Predator or Xenomorph? Well, if it's just a fist fight between one Predator and one Xenomorph, mm. Predator wins. Yeah. Like, we, we've seen this. Um you know, I remember because I've always loved Alien more than Predator, like yeah. trying to justify that Xenomorph could win. I'm like, no, Xenomorph wins because of numbers, like, yeah. and, you know, everything else. Maybe, you know, maybe uh, Alien Queen versus uh, Predator, you yeah, know? that's too slow and big. Yeah, just sit on them. Always a an egg. It is funny with the <laughs> with the two with the two kind of famous versus movies, the kind of Aliens versus Predator and Freddy versus Jason. Was yeah. that growing up, I was always like Predator and Jason, and you was yeah. always Alien and Freddy. <laughs> yeah, I know. That I was know. pretty fun. Um, but yeah, no, I I agree, Predator all the way for that one. Um, and yeah, how would you rank the Predator movies? Oh. I might have to just leave this to you because I honestly don't think I can do it. Well, well, Predators is an easy fourth. Yeah. Uh, and then I, re- I really don't know. That no. I, haven't, I haven't seen the other ones for so long. Yeah. I kind of like, I think un, uh, unpopular with you, I think I'd have to go Predator 2 in 3. in uh, Predator 2 in the third spot. Oh, then then this one, and then the OG, I think. Like, really? Yeah. Okay, you made my decision so. easier for me then if you're saying that, because I'm going to go OG Predator 3rd. 
Yeah. Um, and then, oh my god, I'm st- I'm gonna go this. So the Predator second, and then still I'm Predator too, two is my favorite. I'm too scared to put this at one. Like I'm yeah, too scared to I'm do that. Well. Right now. I'm going to pussy out on that one. Um, yeah, but literally for me, I think all three of those movies are really great. And actually in terms of ranking, like, you know, some of these franchises you can be a fan of and enjoy a lot of them. But like, uh, you know, we're not going to get into it now, but like we might do like a Halloween. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And like, I pretty much dig all Halloween movies, but I, like, yeah, I, Jesus. You know, there's there's a lot more of them and I can, <laughs> but I can still rank, rank it. Yeah, I pretty much dig them all. Mm. Like, that's a conversation for a different day, but and I present uh, to you Halloween two and Halloween Resurrection. <laughs> yeah, pretty much dig all of them. It's strong. <laughs> <laughs> Both those movies are utter that is shunt. true. I hate two of them. You are correct, <laughs> but but for the sheer number, like there's, I pretty much you know like when we get to four, five, six, like I like all of them. Do you know mm. what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, do you know I what mean? Like, we got on Halloween again. <laughs> I know. But do you know what I mean? Like with Predator, like I feel like Predator one and two are fairly like Predator two is a really strong sequel mm. to a really good original movie. And then this is just a completely different entity, but also is really good. And and for me, they're all very similar in my mind to the level of them. Yeah yeah for me i mean like if you have to tell me what movie i'd, I'd, I'd you know would want to watch m- the most it would be this one yeah yeah definitely you know? i mean I've, i used to always and i still do say that about evil dead where it's like i'm not going to sit here and say to people that the the remake is like 10 times better than the original trilogy or anything crazy like that but like in 2018 now like what do i want to watch like i love watching the remake it's just so much fun mm. um but yeah, no, it's it's really hard, especially for me because I haven't even seen Predators. Like, I kind of want to <laughs> yes, go and watch you're this. You're fine, night. man. You're fine. Oh, man, it's just weird to me because it's like I said, I love three of the movies mm. and I haven't seen the other one, <laughs> so I haven't actually seen a bra- a bad next, Predator movie. Next yet. week, next week, <laughs> I want you to have seen the movie and i want your mini review i want to hear you demoralized and broken at the end of next week's show please yeah i think that's why i'm and, not and gonna I, well, but because... i also want to know because like i say the it, it was just it was one of those movies that you just kind of watch on a whim i watched mm. it just went oh yeah that sucked and then just moved on with my life and yeah. didn't have a podcast at the time to talk <laughs> about it for an hour yeah <laughs> <laughs> It, that's what it felt like to the point where yeah that's why i didn't watch it it just felt so instantly forgettable and generic yeah. but yeah like it didn't it didn't make me angry mm. yeah i'm sure i remember the time it was again it didn't this... it didn't make me want to start a podcast to rant about it either so it, it, actual reception of that movie is from what i can remember anyway fairly similar to this movie which is that this movie is not getting good reviews um no but no, it's the people that have actually gone to check it out like i've seen a lot of people that are like oh my god it's actually surprisingly great i have seen that a few people um which was great to see mm-hmm. and yeah i remember that for predators as well predators came out got got panned by critics and everything and but there are some defenders of that movie being like yeah. it was sick so who knows but um because it's not looking good right now is it it made about a quarter of its budget opening week did it i haven't yeah. i haven't checked that box office yet i'd be interested to see yeah it's like, it's like a 90 budget and i think it did about 25 this has a 90 10. million dollar budget yeah yeah <sighs> that is a lot i mean yeah. that's the problem though because like i say we we love so much about this movie but you just kind of some of the special effects at least because that is what's that has to be of like over 50 percent of the budget yeah 40 like, million reportedly spent on that opening spaceship scene <laughs> <laughs> what, 40 quid or <laughs> um 
but yeah thanks for that question cody um yeah, yeah just, definitely man i just i can't stop thinking about the predator movies now i kind of want to go and just watch all three of them because then at least watch the fourth one that you've not seen if i watch predators and it puts me in such a bad mood at least then i can check out the original two and that'll that'll like exactly. that'll bring me back up do um, it I yeah, want it done for next week. <laughs> That's your homework. I'll try. I'll try. Along with all these Arrow Blu-rays that are sitting next to me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, with some TV started um, and some TV finished. Uh, neither of us have watched the last episode of Castle Rock. Um, no, no, we're both finale ready. Like, we haven't spoke about it on the show for a few weeks, but honestly, I can't even be bothered to talk about it. It just bums <laughs> me out. Like, th- this is what annoys me about the show. It was like, I was sitting here, and it was like the biggest evangelist of the show, like a, like a month and a half ago. Yeah. And, and trying to, like, get people to watch it because it seemed like no one was. Now I'm, like, saying, just say, just don't. Like, save your time because first yeah. half of the season is is good but it's in hindsight it actually annoys me how good it is because it just makes the the latter half of the season even worse um i mean you imagine because for me i was you know tepid to good mm. at best on this yeah and like yeah for yeah, someone the drop off of... isn't as bad for you like it went from oh, like yeah, my yeah, favorite like, show of the year to like i can't yeah, even bother to watch the finale <laughs> didn't kind of break my soul too much but it just kind of went like oh yeah this is fine like i'll watch the next episode to mm. like oh my god how long is the next episode oh no it's 55 minutes how am i going to get through 55 minutes mm. like i honestly like did a little fist pump when i saw one of the episodes was 46 minutes <laughs> i was buzzing the, but, the finale i've watched in about 10 parts i get 10 minutes in and i'm just like i can't watch this anymore it's, it's, so it's just such a shame like it's a mess like we spoke mm. about it a little bit off air but it feels like it had 14 different writers for the 10 episodes mm. and there is a cohesive good story good to great story in there but it's just such a mess um you know i've watched kind of a few episodes on the bounce recently and kind of like you know the latter episodes like episode eight to nine we're getting reintroduced to characters that turn up in episode three felt inconsequential and then are actually pretty cool Mm. in the later episodes. And it just, for something that feels like it is a one series experience, we've been told it's a one series experience. I don't feel like I'm getting towards a finale. I feel like I have the same, the same questions that I didn't overly care about from episode one that have just kind of meandered along and I've got less and less interested in. Like, you were at least somewhat interested in those questions at episode one, but at this point, do you even care? Well, no, because they they have actually pretty much answered everything, like, earlier on than I was expecting, but it was just, it was, on paper, it's it's all right. It's like when you read a synopsis of what happened, you're like, okay, that's kind of cool. But something about the way that they've actually portrayed it is not in an interesting way at all. Um, yeah, I think you're right. You get to the end of each episode and you're like, yeah. oh, okay, I've learned something cool there. But that I was my thought. Yeah, that like... was my thoughts after episode nine. Was obviously you, like, you find out so much in that episode. You pretty much find out everything. You find out who the boy is, Bill mm. Skarsgård's character. You find out what's going on. You know, this history being locked up for 27 years. Like you find out everything and it's like on on paper i was like it's kind of interesting i mean it's not really because it's the most generic like sci-fi ass twist ever like if you've seen lost or fringe or any of these jj shows he's done it a million times but i also don't think it's overly well explained as to how the switch actually happens like Mm. it's just kind of like oh yeah the wood's cool weird yeah like i don't know like i just i'm i'm not a fan of it at this point 
you know i mean i'm i'm so saddened by it because i think that they got one of my favorite cast in television for god knows how long and ultimately pretty much everyone has has been underutilized um i feel like bill skarsgård was so good early on and then the more we learn about him the less interesting he became um yeah i feel like andre holland is the only one who i've actually liked his performances throughout the entire season um i feel like sissy spacek was wasted i feel like jane levy was completely oh jane levy was Um, yeah don't even get me started terry o'quinn like just so even the the young actor i don't know his name off the top of my head but the 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 police cop who kind of is helping um the boy or whatever his name is oh um, yeah he was great early on and then just just as irrelevant like it's just yeah it's such an undercooked underutilized show like an amazing premise so cool interesting world interesting time story non-existent um and it's crazy because this is supposed to be a stephen king-esque tv show so what's mm-hmm. the one thing that you need to nail it's the fucking story <laughs> like like he would be embarrassed of the story at this point um but yeah it's it's a shame it's a real shame but obviously uh there was another show that started recently um the purge hell yeah um and we got it in the uk yes that's great uh obviously on amazon uh prime in the uk um yeah and we, we get, get it pretty much okay yeah we don't they... get nerfed like american horror story yeah i was gonna say because i don't know when that starts in the uk um, end of the month does it right okay yeah, so it's only, we're what, about like two, two weeks two, weeks, two, two or three weeks behind yeah that's i mean it sucks because it shouldn't it's 2018 for christ's sake everything should be day yeah. date worldwide yeah. but um but yeah, the, but yeah the purge, the purge, man. they're nailing it i saw yeah obviously you'd already seen it i've seen the first two episodes now um yeah it was really fun like it was it was cool i think it is just a it is your fairly bog standard setup to a purge night um it's not like it's doing anything crazy but no, but there's there's less political shit yeah and just more so cool far. characters that i want to see purge yeah obviously yeah. I'm scared because I know it's a purge franchise. So like yeah. we're going to get some Trump stuff in here at some point, but like, <laughs> but, but currently like, you know, like watching, watching episode one, I was like, this is what I wanted the purge movies to be when I knew, when I knew they were going to be more actiony inspired. Mm. Um, like we said, we can dig an action horror movie and like this felt like it was amping up. I quite enjoyed the characters um, kind of, uh, quite a few characters that we've seen in in other things recently that we've enjoyed kind of just popped up in episode one and i was like hell yeah um oh well, the actors yeah yeah yeah, 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 there is, yeah. the actors yeah and um you know we've got all these characters in interesting locations and i was kind of wondering like how this show was going to play out was it going to be like a character and they get killed and they just kind of like you know this episode was about this character on this purge night or whatever or was it going to be the same purge night but different characters but it seems like we're going to be it is almost like an elongated movie where we're going to have these characters for bulk of the season i guess yeah um you know from only watching episode one but like you know there's some cool stuff going on there's this interesting cult that's kind of going mm. around a, a brother that's trying to get to his sister that's in the cult we have this kind of couple that's in this weird um i'm fascinated fathers yeah founding fathers party that's the one for me i'm, I'm so yeah, drawn to that one where every time that's on screen i'm like just fascinated oh because the, the, the the first episode was so good man where they uh so the introduction to the party and they say like we've got some party favors for you all some masks for you to wear yeah. and the masks are just all these serial killers yeah 
but the actual know, real, real life, life ones yeah. yeah they're all wearing like dharma masks and uh btk and you know everything and i'm just like what what is this like mm. this show and so yeah i was i i was really into episode one like not like not like you know like you know thinking it's incredible but it, it was giving me what i wanted from a purge tv show which i was yeah. scared that it just wouldn't do because the purge movies as we've said ultimately haven't really given me what i want from a purge movie so yeah so far so I'm, good i was expecting it to feel cheap and small mm. compared to the movies and it, it has a sub i don't know what the budget is but it looks like it has a decent budget like you've got like say you pretty much got five different storylines all in these locations all of the cases really actors. interesting yeah and a really good cast like you say there's people that we know from horror stuff um but also a bunch of people that i've never seen before that are all really great so far um and and yeah that, i think that's why is like the first two episodes really really enjoy it. it's really fun it doesn't like i say it doesn't drag on it's a, it's a fun 40 minutes and you're excited mm. for next week um but kind of you know i remember the, the purge movies and that this setup for a lot of those movies is really interesting um but to keep a purge night interesting because obviously we're pretty much going to see a purge night play out almost in real time for the first time really <laughs> um you yeah, know each true. episode is kind of like a hour of the night um why did they not do the 24 o'clock i mean Fuck. they should i mean they kind of have which i like um mm. at the nffa party there is the clock true yeah which which i really like i like that as a time code oh, but that would have been sick in the top corner like <laughs> first episode countdown to purge and then like remain in purge and then like every now and then we get the split screen between all the different characters oh, that's what i was gonna say i was like they can ring each other and everything oh. Should I, should I try and put in some phone calls, see if we can get that in before episode 10 airs? Kiefer Sutherland in The Purge. Job done. Let's do it. Um, TV show of the year. There's In episode two, I don't want to spoil it, but I just wanted to put it out there so you can especially see it. There is an amazing Easter egg um, <laughs> behind someone involving some masks. So if you see a lot of nice. masks, like horror masks that people wear, I had to pause it and look at them all, and there are some great ones in there. There's one that I want to call out when you've seen the episode as Brilliant. well. Because it reminded me of a movie that we've seen for the show that we both loved. So um, that was that was fantastic. Um, yeah, American Horror Story as well. Um, yeah. Obviously, you haven't watched it yet, so we'll, we'll go into it when you've watched it. I have seen the first episode. I don't know what to make of it. Um, Yay. Very interesting to hear what you think of this. What I will say is that if this was a normal season of American Horror Story, it would have been interesting as a setup because it is apocalypse and it is the end of the world. You know, that is the, that yeah, is the I know, setup for this. Yeah. Um, I kind of just but, want that. Well, that's what you got because um, okay. I may i i think i noticed one reference to one of the older seasons right at the very end of the episode other than that because uh, i was watching with my girlfriend who has not seen uh coven especially so i was yeah. gonna say to her you know oh, this might be a bit difficult for you if you don't know the characters and then by the end of it i was like yeah there wasn't anything from coven <laughs> like Sweet. Were, like these are all brand new characters um, and, and to my knowledge like i say i'm pretty sure i only re recognize one character from murder house and god knows how this is going to tie in with murder house as well um mm. but it's interesting it's because in like i say this is this is post-apocalyptic in every sense of the word so Sweet. Um, i'm sure you're gonna absolutely love it um, oh, i love, am down you're gonna love all the character choices um, the thing is the thing is the thing with american horror story is at this point the returning actors every season they try to give them like a newish role to play mm. but the problem is we kind of know 
what role suits these actors best at this point. Mm. So, like, when they said kind of crossover, I was scared that they were just going to return to that character exactly. Whereas if they're just returning to that type of character, I'm down for that because I don't want to see villains playing heroes and vice versa, people that can play the villain card well. Like, mm. do you know what I mean? So I, I don't. I, I wasn't down for the crossover. I am down for some post-apocalyptic shit. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. My, one of my only disappointments is kind of... I was so excited. Like, I remember when I when we first started the show, pretty much, kind of mm. pre-Roanoke, was when I was sitting here and saying, like, this is my favourite TV show. And mm. that just feels like so long ago now. Because, like I say, even though I enjoyed uh, Colt, it's still the sour taste of Roanoke was in my mouth. And going into this already i'm kind of you know on the fence um but the thing that i used to love was like the excitement of the first episode like the first episode to me was always the best episode the opening credits of the first episode yeah a little vibe from like the different credits each time i will say i do like the opening credits for this season it's very cool um but like i love that excitement of being like who is these who are these actors going to play you know are they going to play something completely different who are the bad guys who are the good guys and to me anyway as soon as this this episode started i feel like they've all fell into the same characters they've been playing for the last few years in terms of the archetypes um because i feel like sarah paulson for example she has pretty much played the same character now for like five seasons in a row yeah and and like and evan peters as well like he was my favorite for the longest time Yeah, he was the one i was thinking of when you when when i kind of said like Evan Peters is one that they've tried to turn. He played that kind of villain character so well, mm. you know, not not a straight up villain, but but basically what he was in kind of Murder House in the first couple of seasons. And then they've tried to show that he can do other things. And it's not as if he's done it bad. I just liked what he did originally first. Well, I love so, him in season two the most because in yeah. season two he is the clean cut hero. He has there is no True. gray about his yeah. character. Like he is just a clean cut hero, and I really liked that. It was the very opposite the transition because that was obviously season one. Like he's such a kind of despicable person, and what happened to him? And then going straight into season two where he's like the, the most the most baby face hero that you could possibly imagine. Mm. I guess um, I just haven't liked. I guess because I like him as a hero and a villain. I just I just haven't really liked his characters in the last few seasons. Even even with him as the lead in the last one, he wasn't. Well, that's the thing. I he feel didn't like wow me. I feel like the last two or three, he's always played a kind of camp bad guy. Yeah, that's kind of how I describe his characters, where he's like he's an exuberant guy. He he can play gay and straight, but it's always a a camp ish character um, that is very over the top, and he always has ridiculous hair as well. Is always the thing. <laughs> um and and he's very loud in your face you know shouting darling and he's very much in that tone of what they're going for with like a you know sarah paulson type character and Mm -hmm. for this season to immediately start for him to be playing a new character and that character is exactly like all those other characters that was really disappointing for me so he was the one that i was disappointed with the most um but the the first episode you really don't get many of the characters you get maybe four or five of the main cast like there are still like that yeah, there's still loads that I have no idea who they're going to play. So um, this is interesting. Like, it's not what I've expected so far because I've wanted it to be the proper crossover, and so far there's the crossover is non-existent. Um, but as Sweet. they set up for a post-apocalyptic TV show, it's kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, we'll definitely talk about that obviously when we've when we've seen more. Um, but yeah, that's that's it. That's the episode for all the TV for now. Um, 
of course, we talked about the Predator this week, uh, which was fantastic. Um, We've got pretty some exciting stuff coming, um, especially next week. Um, So kind of see that posted on social media just prior to the episode going up. But um, let's just say it's probably not something that he was expecting us to cover for the show uh, right now. Um, Some people have been kind enough to uh, let them see it, let us see a movie that isn't currently released. Um, so yeah, we're going to be talking about that next week. Obviously, oh, no sneak no preview. Sneak preview. Very excited. Any guesses? Any guesses on Twitter? Um, I was going to say, you're asking me to guess, bro. I, no, I, no, because I'm you know. Information. Um, yeah, I, I wanted to give a clue, and then I was like, nah, it's just going to give it away. But um, <laughs> yeah, it will, I guess. No, all, I got, all, okay, will be revealed. all will interest. be revealed. I, got, I want to give an interesting clue because this is a fun one. Because this, okay. this won't slim it down too much. It was at Fright Fest. Mm. So if you were at Fright Fest, you will have seen it on one of the screens on one of the days. Um but and yeah. we did not see it at Fright Exactly. Fest. <laughs> so that slims it down. So now it can only be a choice of about 90 films. Yeah. Um but yeah, we have we are gonna get to see it this week and we will talk about it next week. So that's very exciting. Um but yeah, thanks for listening as always, and we'll see you again very soon. See you later, everyone. I never could, how could I start that?